0: All right. Loading up the uh, Han Solo Burger by Chicago Kush.
1: Should have asked them how they got that name.
0: I am not sure, but it's a cross of GMO uh, and Larry OG F8. So um, maybe there's something creative behind that, or maybe they just found a cool name, but um, yeah. This, this stuff has been pretty good so we're gonna fire some up uh they're actually some of the folks that have mm-hmm. their hat in the ring for um trying to be a craft grower in the state of illinois um, this is the Illinois podcast um we are recording we're hot we're live we're high hello <laughs> um so, speaking of craft grow, I'm Googling right now because um, I was reading on grownin.com. Mike Fouche uh, had said that, or reported rather, that the Illinois or an Illinois judge, I'm all over the place. We, we broke into this Han Solo burger, damn it. <laughs> um, an Illinois judge upholds uh, the state craft grow license delay. So, a Cook County judge turned down a demand by a group of Illinois craft applicants for the state to immediately issue 40 craft grow licenses. If you remember, it's something we talked about in our episode with Mike Fouché. So folks, if you don't know what led up to that, uh, listen to our episode with Mike Fouché and he'll take you, uh, he'll start at the beginning and work up to this. Um, But yeah, uh, it sounds like the judge ruled. Um, So basically what happened was if you'll recall, they kind of said that. So JB Pritzker released um, an executive order just to put it like to wrap it up quickly. Um, And he basically said, you know, the Illinois department of ag is dealing with a lot related to COVID and therefore can't deal with, you know, granting these licenses. I might be a little bit wrong with this, but Um, One of the things that they were saying in this case is that, you know, they need to um, give a little bit more reasoning. And so they recently did do that. Um, So the original um, executive order was executive order 45. And the one that he just did was executive order 74. So which reaffirmed executive order 45. Um, and included a four paragraph explanation detailing how the IDOA or Illinois Department of Ag was impacted by the fight against COVID-19. I took a look at it and it was just talking about like how they have to supply food and et cetera, et cetera. Um, You know, whatever the case may be, I think enough is enough. And it's time to um, just get the licenses awarded and and keep moving because this market, Um, needs some competition. So we'll actually be bringing on the folks from uh, Chicago Cush, Fabian and Sal, um, to just talk about what they plan to bring to the Illinois market. Um, And it should be really interesting. That'll be in the next few weeks. So you can look forward to that. But Justine, why don't we... You know, we keep talking about these voicemails. Why don't we play a few uh, voicemails uh, that we received? And uh, before we play these voicemails, if you want to leave us a voicemail, go to chillinoi.net slash podcast. If you scroll down to uh, there's a section that says be heard and, and there's a little button in that section. If you click it, um, it'll show you our phone number, our email address and uh everything so that you can reach out to us. And I always just like to read the number on air just cuz that's a lot easier. Um it's 312-772-6844. So let's listen to the first voicemail.
2: This is Dank man calling. I want to give a shout out to uh Ken critty and uh Shelement and Meg, the Mods over at uh IL Trees. Um yeah. You.
0: thank you Dankman, for that voicemail that's really awesome um and i will see you around the community man it's always uh, thank you for being a part of a community uh, part of our community i can't speak right now i'm so high um i really appreciate everything that you bring to our community so thank you for the voicemail um and thanks for the shout out i'm sure that that everybody on the admin team appreciates that um so this next voicemail um i don't believe is um from a human because they're not speaking a language that I understand. So, here it is. So, uh, the backstory on that is that's uh, somebody's cat. So, they're they're a huge fan of the podcast apparently. They were just wanting to share their thoughts and I just want to say to you um oscar that i appreciate the feedback i really do and i'll take it to heart and i'll think twice about making fun of you again our technology fails when i make fun of you so thank you once again oscar the cat for leaving that voicemail we've got one more voicemail that was really sweet that i actually listened to before the show oh we're gonna play it um and uh yeah here it is
2: Hi Cole and Justine, uh, this is George West. I'm um, calling to say first, thank you so much. Um, I'm getting back, well, I, I, I haven't been using marijuana or cannabis as it's being referred to, I you know, uh, for quite some time. Um, back in my high school days, um, smoked it a couple times. But anyhow, um, I'm getting back into it because I've got rheumatoid arthritis and there's four stages. I'm in stage three. The pain has become excruciating. And uh, unfortunately, thanks to COVID, I lost my RA doctor and won't be able to be seen again until in April. But thanks to you, you referred me to Dr. Lee. Dr. Lee, um, listening to him on your show, opened my eyes. I now see that there are many things cannabis can do for a person besides, you know, the obvious. And there's a stigma that's attached to it that needs to be lost. And when I can afford to do so, I will contact Dr. Lee and uh, get my medical card through him because thank you for pointing that out, that it would assist me in being able to afford it at a more considerable cost Um, at this time with the economy as it is. Money is a tight thing. I'm sure you know that already. Anyhow, I digress. Uh, Again, thank you, Cole, for reaching out to me after I contacted you and also sending my information forward to Dr. Lee. Uh, Thank you also for pointing out the two places that are closest to me. you, You Go beyond what you do. Chillenoid podcast is really a great show, and I am going back listening to all of them coming forward. But uh, I must admit, I I learned so much from you guys with all the guests that you've had. Um, uh, it's just mind-boggling all the things that are you can do, and what it can do for you. Again, Cole, Justine. Thank
0: you. I know. um. So that was George. um, And he's really awesome. He's been listening to our podcast and uh, we've been communicating and he asked me, you know, how to to get cannabis. And I helped him by sending him a few dispensary locations and seems like he's a pretty big fan. So shout out to George. Thank you for leaving that voicemail. That was really nice. Uh, A lot of nice things were said in that voicemail. So thank you for that feedback. Alright, so voicemails are out of the way. If you guys, like, again, if you want to leave voicemails, uh, just give us a call at 312-772-6844 in the future, you know, after we talk about, you know, craft grows and that, that well, after we give an update, like, craft grow, we'll be able to be like, and we're taking callers, so we can bring people on air and um, get your feedback as, as we talk. We want to be like a fucking traditional talk show, so um speaking of traditional talk shows just like people that are in talk shows i need to fucking load up this bowl i keep talking but just like people that are in talk shows i can i can walk and shoot bubblegum. um we don't know what the fuck we're talking about yeah i wanted to follow that was kind of a condescending remark on the talk shows of today um but i mean and it is true i'm not backing down from that but I, uh uh also what i mean that was true the reason i'm saying that is because in, in one of the last podcasts we were talking about um the covid relief bill and we were talking about the idea of omnibus bills and admittedly i don't know anything uh about how any of that works i still don't back down that i think that it's fucked up i think it's designed that way so that you don't know how that it work how it works but I also admittedly have not taken the time to just Google how it works and why it is the way that it is. So, um, uh, I wanted to say that because I was reading I just through my research and just trying to take in other perspectives. Some people were saying that maybe it's not truthful to say that, um, some of those things we were talking about specifically like the vape, um, provision or whatever were like directly part of the COVID relief bill, um, i don't even know i really what i'm trying to say is that we don't know what we're talking about and so um just always research what we're talking about we try to give you like sources and the subject matter to to do your own research research we're just like here to just talk shit and be high and make you laugh and provoke thoughts like we're not i am not claiming to be like um accurate all the time and so that's i just want to covet and that and i wanted to revisit that conversation just in the case that you are a fucking political expert um and you're listening you were listening to that podcast and you're like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you were right and you can call us about that and get leave us a voicemail about it or whatever you know like we we'll accept that feedback um gladly and if you are able to inform us of what we don't know um that's cool you know that's really cool so Speaking of trying to collaborate with people, what do you think about this idea, Justine? I'm totally hitting you blindside because I didn't tell you about this before the show. Um, I was talking to people in the Discord earlier and I, I, I just had this idea like last night. And I, I floated it in the Discord and people seemed to be interested. Um, what if I like turned the Chillanoi podcast almost into like a catalog of different shows so like we'll still have our show like we're ha- having it right now and everything but like let's say somebody in our community is like really good like they want to review strains or whatever like i am willing to if you reach out to us if you go to chillinoi.net slash podcast you know scroll down to that be heard section and send us an e- email text us um you know leave us a voicemail, whatever we can talk over the details. And basically what I, all I ask, like, this is the idea. I don't want to hinder anybody's like create. I don't want to stifle any creativity or anything. I don't want to like put any direction on it. It doesn't even really have to do with Illinois cannabis specifically. I'm just throwing that out as a hypothetical. Really. I want to give people the opportunity to have like a platform. And if it's like, not like, like, I don't know. It's everything within reason. You know what I mean? But if it's like just a thought-provoking, thought-provoking fireside question, like somebody said they could do a breakdown of strain lineages, which isn't really anything focused on Illinois cannabis, you know, but it has to do with cannabis in and of itself. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm up for anything. And all I ask though, just to finish the thought really quick is um, you know, that somewhere in that you say, and it could be in the beginning, end, middle. You could say it really fast like they do on drug commercials. Be like, this, this, pro- this podcast was brought to you by the Chilinoy. This podcast was brought to you by Oh, all, That's all I want you to say. Somewhere in the podcast is this podcast was brought to you by Chilinoy. It could be anywhere in there. No, and it only has to be once. And I'm not trying to force a direction or anything. But I just think it'd be interesting to have other shows um, in our feed so to say you know like we have our show and we continue to do our thing but somebody could have like uh their own little show i'll give a little shout out to somebody in our community like because they seemed like they were up for it i was like malik's marijuana corner or something like that you know what i mean like um yeah so if you guys if that sounds like something that you're in for um i'm all i'm all ears what do you think about that justine
1: Yeah, I mean, essentially what you're talking about is starting like a podcast network.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's kind of what I wrote down, actually. Podcast, podcasting network of sorts is what I wrote down. I, like, I don't want to, like, I am not opposed to like figuring out how to do like a legitimate podcasting network. I'm not sure that that's necessarily what I'm trying to achieve. I mean, what I'm saying is, is that I've, I've been, I've got all the technology set up. I've been paying for this service so that we've got an RSS feed and everything. And people can basically take advantage of that for free and have their voice on any streaming service service. And they can point people to that. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to give people the opportunity to speak to a larger audience. And I feel like with a podcasting network, I feel like that's a great idea, and I love people to do that. For example, Bill Burr has a pretty cool com- all things comedy, and it's not just his, but it's other comedians that have invested, and in. it's a really cool idea. But the thing about it is, is that like, and this remains true with what I'm proposing as well. But you have to like look for things, and you have to like try it out. And like I say, this remains true with what I'm proposing right now because the people would send in an episode it would pop up again like malik's marijuana or whatever and people would be like what's this and they'd have to take a leap on it and try it out and they'd immediately realize that it's not you and i and stuff like that so all those things remain true but it's the idea that we already have accumulated uh, accumulated this following and they'll definitely at least give it a sample listen, especially if they're all ears for what I'm suggesting. If I get really bad feedback about it, they're like, no, we only want to hear Cole and Justine. But my thing is like, I want, I have been trying so many different ways to give people the opportunity to make it this, their podcast, you know, and it's all timed. Things take time. So that might be another thing. Like, um, but I'm, I'm just trying to give everybody multiple avenues. So not only voicemails, but they can do a show of sorts or whatever else. So let's hit this Han Solo burger from Chicago Kush from the boys, at, the boys and girls at Chicago Kush. Dead air is nice, right? Not very talkative today, huh, Pedro?
1: I just—I mean, you've just been talking for the last like what twenty minutes straight or whatever. So I'm just.
0: Well, I'm done talking. I'm listening. sorry.
1: <coughs> <coughs>
0: <coughs> I'm done talking. <coughs> well, what's good? I got some new. I've got some news articles on my phone. If you just want me to keep on talking, but was it was it a good? Uh, did you have a good holiday? <laughs>
1: sure yeah
0: okay <laughs> good deal <laughs> good deal i was reading that uh um, on abc chicago that zen leaf is opening their second dispensary in naperville which i think naperville was originally one of those towns that were like no we're not selling weed in our in our suburb is because they're a suburb Probably right not.
1: yeah i mean it's like a rich suburb so I wouldn't be surprised if they were opposed.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Um, you need a ladder. Good. Okay, cool. Good stuff. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's cool. More dispensaries are always cool. Um, gotta love me some more dispensaries. That's the thing, just... Back to that craft grow conversation. I think Mike Fouché made this clear in the episode that he was on, but like that's all wrapped up in all of this, you know, like that to just kind of elaborate on that. I'm um, looking at the article from Grown In that, um, let me put it this way uh, applications for both license sets, so the dispensary licenses and the craft licenses. Well, actually, the Infuser and the transport licenses were all scored by KPMG, which, of course, is named in a suit because... Let me confirm this. I I don't know if it's because of the conflict of interest or if that's wrapped up in it as one of the things. I think that's just wrapped up in it as one of the things. It's it's more about how it was scored. Yeah, yeah, because Mike was talking about, like... The qualifications of the scorers and all that stuff. So definitely if you're trying to find out more to, to this whole story and how it came together, check out that episode again with Mike Fouché because he's really cool and it breaks it down nicely. Um, but uh, I guess be- because of because of all of that, like, there's not only... Basically the state could be exposed to a whole new set of lawsuits and this could take even longer which is upsetting and it's going to be tough because we're going to be having a, uh, you know, some craft growers on in the future. We were just talking about Chicago Kush, but we've got some others lined up uh, in the future that are going to be coming on. And you know, it's you're going to hear it from them, of course. But it's disheartening. You know, you got everything ready to go, and you're excited. And I mean, in the case of Chicago Kush, they've been licensed, zoned, permitted. They've they basically they're good to go. The state just has to give them the go. And so it's uh so let's go right Mm -hmm. let's go um huh what else was i reading i think i only had a couple other articles i think oh yeah there's a there's a new beyond hello dispensary in sauget illinois um beyond hello route three Right. Where is Sauget? That sounds like I feel like that's a Probably state a line. Yeah, state line dispensary. Sauget, Illinois. Bob Sauget. Bob Saget. Uh, no, it's actually near uh, Saint Louis, East Saint Louis. Oh. Yeah, interesting. So it's another one of those right on the line dispensaries, um, which is cool, you know. Get that get that out of state ta- those out of state tax dollars, boys. Um, all right. One thing I figured out about Beyond Hello today is that they're owned by Juicy Holdings. Juicy. Juicy. It's really juicy. I'm just I don't know. Spelled <laughs> a. it's spelled J-U-S-H-I holdings. Um I oh, formerly known as Oh, it was that the location they're opening was formerly a Green Solution. I see. So if you knew where the Green Solution was in Sauget, that is, and I hope I'm saying the town name right. I'm probably not. People from Saget, Illinois are like, God damn it. It's Saget. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I have no idea. So I apologize. Um, But if you knew where the Green Solution was, 2021 Goose Lake Road, um that's where the new Beyond Hello is gonna be. So it's beyond hello. I don't even, I don't even understand
1: that name. Because you're it's I don't know. I understand it, but I can't explain it. It's they go they're cashiers that go beyond just saying hello. They like get to know you. Hmm. You know?
0: Okay. I guess that's important. It's supposed to be
1: friendly, like Sunnyside, you know? Come to the Sunnyside.
0: Yeah.
1: It's supposed to make people think happy thoughts about cannabis.
0: Hmm. Whatever, I'm too high to be like, yeah.
1: I thought that my dispensary's original name was badass. Yeah,
0: I did too. I loved it. I've got a shirt that actually, if you look on our Instagram, you can see a shirt what was the name justine
1: phoenix botanical
0: such a cool name
1: long may she reign. and i
0: liked when i put it in my phone i'd like put the directions in and be like
1: going to phoenix botanical you
0: know it was really nice
1: yeah it was cool i was proud to say i was a phoenix then but when i went to the university of phoenix i told no one i was not proud to be a phoenix then
0: You went to the University of Phoenix?
1: Yeah, you know what I was... You know what my plan in life was? I was going to get a business degree and I was going to open a dispensary because I had no idea that it cost millions of dollars to do that.
0: Yeah, dude. That's always like a crusher when people are like talking about that and they're really enthusiastic about it and they get all these bright ideas. Um. And then you have to like remind them how much money it takes, or like in the case of Illinois, how you can't even open. You just can't. It's not like you can just open a dispensary. And isn't that how it is in Oklahoma? Like if I just wanted to open a dispensary and had the five thousand dollars, it wasn't five thousand twenty five hundred Twenty five hundred dollars. And I, I mean, I had. I, you probably have to, you know, get zoning and everything mm-hmm. else, but obviously but you just pay you get that license and you're good to go
1: dude a lot of the shops in oklahoma like i i look them up because um you know i start working pretty early in the morning so i like to make sure that they're at least open before i start calling people um and it usually will show like a google street view and i mean these places are not like I don't know, I feel like dispensaries usually kind of stand out a little bit. And these places are in like little strip malls and they look like some of them look kinda of run down, kinda of patched together, but
0: That's kinda of how uh
1: I guess some Colorado parts of Denver looked, like that. Yeah. Colorado
0: looked that way too. And it's it's not so much that it looked run down, but that it didn't necessarily stand out. Yeah, it like didn't some look super
1: professional or like super medical.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's some that definitely have that weird there was this one that was like near uh I was in Denver. I don't know what town it was in technically cuz pe- you know people that are actually from Denver and I say like what where I was they're going to be like you weren't in fucking Denver cuz I'm pretty sure I was like near a park and you could see the skyline like way far away so I wasn't yeah. in Denver but like to me not being from Denver I'm in Denver like the whole mm. yeah I just i'm just a small yeah i'm just a small town person so uh (laughs) i don't understand you know the different suburbs and stuff anyways though there was but about said bob the dog hounder hunter dog the bounty hunter (laughs) um his little like office was like near a dispensary i was just like walking and i saw like i'm pretty sure it's in the tv shows like no i
1: think the one in the tv shows is in like florida I don't think it's in Colorado.
0: Oh, I just—I mean, I—I I obviously don't watch Bob the Downy Hunter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just joke. But uh, I yeah, I obviously don't watch him because I didn't. I mean, now that I think about it, yeah, he's isn't he always running around in those short jorts?
1: Uh, no, and, I think it's tank tops, and then he does like the acid-washed jeans with the rip in the knee.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I thought it was the ash acid-washed jorts. For some reason.
1: I don't I don't maybe think I'm like so, mixing you, maybe I'm
0: mixing dog with uh Reno nine one one on accident. Maybe
1: you should look it up. Google yeah, it.
0: true. We've got Google in front of us. We could probably
1: I think his out. uh his son that works with him does the acid wash shorts.
0: I just love in Borat that he wanted her hair to look like um dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't. It looks like he wears like maybe his signature look, kind of, because there's like some promo images on AETV. Looks like his signature image, if I want to say that, is like this leather uh, tank top looking thing with some black jeans. He's got his sunglasses on, you know,
1: and his boots. He's always going out with his
0: boots on. Oh, yeah, going out with those boots on. That's hilarious. So yeah, dog the bounty hunter. We'll have to put that in the uh, description. So, uh, oh, well, um, well, what do you think, Justine? You want to smoke a little
1: bit more weed? I always want to smoke yeah, a little bit more weed. We uh,
0: we oh yeah, we had to delay the Illinois Hemp Growers Association, but we're going to be having them on when? Yeah,
1: I think next weekend. I think
0: that's correct
1: like this upcoming weekend
2: cool
0: all right well um let's take a look on marijuana moment.net and see if anything's crackle lacking um we're just giving you guys a little podcast before the new year um and before we bring on some more guests i'm really excited about the guests that we've got coming on i'm always
1: i wrote a little just
0: getting really fun
1: i wrote a little jingle for the illinois hemp growers association
0: you did well that's something to look forward to
2: yeah
0: cool yeah that's gonna be a a cool show um we're gonna revisit a conversation that we had in the past so if you guys want to listen to that conversation in depth. Um, go back and listen to our episode with the Illinois Hemp Growers Association. We talk about sustain- sustainability and and uh, kind of what hemp can bring to like the industrial. Uh, I, I'm so high, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say, but like what, <laughs> y- you you know, to why don't we just throw the Bill Burr bit right in here? Because Bill Burr is my favorite comedian and he has this really funny joke in his podcast um, that I just agree with because, like, uh, I'm just going to play the clip.
2: You you guys are reminding me of the people that wanted to legalize weed. Remember that? Legalize weed, man. It's a source for paper. You can make jackets and you can make solar panels out of it, man.
0: Now it's legal. What are they doing? They're just trying to figure out ways to get you more fucked up. Here's a way to be high, but you can actually hold a baby With this strand, this strand right here, you're just going to stare at the wall for fucking three days. It's like,
2: where's the paper? Huh?
0: Where are my green hemp fucking crocs? They're nowhere to be found. People just want to get fucked up and not at So it's basically in that spirit that like you know, what's going on with that side of the cannabis industry. Cause we talk all the time about who's growing the, and we're going to be talking about that with the craft cultivators, like who's growing the dankest weed and what to look for and shit like that. And that's great. But like, we can't forget about where this movement started and where we came from and, and all that. And I, I don't like like that. What he said was so true. Um, I, I just, I think that a lot of people kind of forgot about it. And now they're just talking about like the different cannabinoids and everything else. And like, you know, we, we're going through this pandemic. I, I saw some crazy number, you guys will have to Google it. Some crazy number of masks are now in the ocean. You know what I mean? Uh, just because shit. like everything lives up and ends up in the fucking ocean, you know, like,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so there's just so much shit in the ocean. Um. But I'm, you know, we're looking for, sustainable solutions things that are biodegradable um i'm not going to act like i have all the answers right now and i'm not going to act like um any of these things i'm proposing are like sustainable or i guess cost cost effective because Mm -hmm. that's a lot of time when it boils down to um but i just i just really wish that we could like if it was at all possible and i know this is like money's money but it's like can we like put costs aside or put ourselves in a hypothetical situation where it's like we have to figure this out you know yeah. and like um, I don't really know what I'm trying to say but I just wish we could try to do better because like it makes me sad when you go to like an Illinois dispensary especially the amount of packaging that you end up throwing away that I mean I if you put it in the right container and you put it it goes to the right place I mean I suppose it can be recycled because it's plastic but I just feel like most of it ends up in a landfill. I've seen Sunnyside bags on the fucking street. I've seen Mm -hmm. packaging places now here in Illinois on the sidewalk and the street, Um, especially in Colorado. Like when we would go to forest preserves, I'd see cannabis packaging on the trails. And it's like, it just pisses me off. It's, It's like you motherfuckers, like you of all people should not be throwing shit on in you know just literally yeah, sure. like you're supposed to be the person that brings a bag or just mans up and just at least throws a piece of trash in their pocket i've got a really good friend that inspired me he says he picks up just one piece of trash a day you know he doesn't overload himself he just tries to if there's a piece of trash like he'll pick it up and go mm-hmm. for it yeah is, is our cat scratching on the door
1: yeah i think so He's that's
0: <clears throat> that's awesome the cat is out of the bag now the cat is not allowed in the grow room because growing 101 you don't want your pets around your plants a lot of people do it though so it's like whatever but um i'm just trying to stick true and keep as sterile of an environment as i can these cats
1: shed like nobody's business
0: yeah and he but he does not appreciate um nor does he understand nor does he respect a sterile environment i mean that's the last thing he wants he
1: yeah. i think not only that but he also the last thing that he wants is to be away from the humans
0: <laughs> yeah true yeah he misses <laughs> us so we'll have to we'll have to wrap up this podcast here pretty soon it's it's not like we have really anything else to talk about i was looking at um marijuana moment.net they've got great stuff i've been advertising for free from marijuana moment.net i know for a fact they don't know who the fuck we are but i love i love them and i love the reporting um so there's not really anything that stands out to me um necessarily uh, looks like dc decriminalized possession of drug paraphernalia and is is promoting harm reduction um I think I saw something about there's the possibility that the DEA would grant more cannabis cultivation license in the year 2021. Um, this wasn't necessarily something I saw reported by MarijuanaMoment.net, but it's something I saw reported by somebody else. So if you want to read about that, it's pretty cool. It's basically the idea that I read about it somewhere else too. I, I don't know all the details, but it's the idea that, did you know that the University of there's I don't know if it's, the university University of Mississippi or Ole Miss. Um, yeah, it's one of those two, but they grow weed and it's just like shitty weed. We've Mm -hmm. talked about it on the podcast, I think before. Um, but it's the idea that you could apply for this This is the longest, I, I believe you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe this is, uh, a long time coming. Like Ole Miss has been the only place that can grow weed for the government and they clearly don't know what the fuck they're doing. And so they're giving now people the opportunity to do this. Um, And again, I actually like to bring up this point. I don't know the merits to it, but I always try to bring in other perspectives. Just when we bring up things like this, I try to like, you know, we just said what we believe. Now I'm going to say what I like read somewhere, just another perspective with regard to Ole Miss and their shitty weed. (laughs) Um, They said, well, when we started, when they started rather Ole Miss, the study of cannabis, it was in like the 80s or whatever. And that's what it looked like. Yeah. And so if they're continuing the study and you want to keep the control variables the same,
1: you can't. they're not going to
0: start growing dank fucking weed like we do nowadays. They are going to keep the standards the same as the 80s. I don't know if that has any merit to it. All right, well. Our microphone cut off again, so everything sounds great. I hope. If it doesn't, let us know. But we're gonna just give up on the podcast for tonight. Um, <laughs> not give up on it, but we're we're we were about to call it a quit, you know, call it a wrap, whatever. I'm fucking high as fuck. <laughs> we are about to wrap it up, anyways. So uh, we'll we'll get this fucking shit figured out. Goddamn technology,
1: language. You, can, you,
0: you can't have anything. Hey, uh, sorry. I, I'll <laughs> apologize. Uh, But you can't have anything nice, right? So, um, sorry, I'm just frustrated, folks. I don't mean to be negative and, you know, throwing every curse word out of the dictionary at you. But, um, yeah, that's all we have for you. Um, We will be coming back at you pretty soon with some exciting guests. I'm really excited uh, for the people we're bringing on and we're trying to just do a better job of letting people tell their story. So if you want to tell your story, like I said, reach out to us in one fashion or another. If you go to chillanoid.net slash podcast, scroll down to the section that says Be Heard, you can find a way to email us, call us, um, and ultimately get connected with us so that you can share your perspective. We can read your email. Oh, there's the cat, so it's time to wrap. Uh, <laughs> we can read your email and um, you know, yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. I say it all the fucking time. So have a great night. I'll hit this bong and we're going to wrap it up.
1: Bye.